Hey you, thanks for tuning into the Waiting List Podcast. I'm Long Long. I'm Daniel. And I'm Jacqueline. And we are three watch friends with a healthy obsession for watches. So sit back and relax with us while we chat with collectors, industry giants, and share some good vibes. Right. Today is the inaugural Watches and Wonders podcast, which I'm so excited about, really, where I can welcome back the whole team to the show. I'm joined by the irrepressible, effervescent Long Long, and equally delectable and delightful Jacqueline. So it's been a while, actually, since we've three been on a call together. It's been a while because um, Jack, as soon as you came on and I saw you, I, I my immediate instinct was, God, I've missed her. I don't know if you felt that long. I felt like, God, I've missed no, her. It's been no. a while. I was like, what the fuck are no. you talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 never. Right, I shot myself in the foot there. Really shot myself in the foot. I saw myself short there. Clearly, every, uh, yeah. we have no, differing standards time, of what we think about each other. Yeah. No, every time Jack comes on, it's like a guessing game. Like, what is her hair going to look like today? Is she going to be no, like, it's more like, tired? It's more like it's a guessing game if she's ever going to turn up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks guys feel so welcomed and loved <laughs> yeah wait by the way uh, can i can i say yeah. like we we should actually get our shit together and do the group thing because i don't know about you guys but people are actually messaging me happened to that yeah and saying like hey like has it set up like when are you guys setting it up i was like oh yeah like we need to set it up um i have a really bad relationship with um instagram right now why? Like, I just feel angry. Like, I open it up and I'm like, oh, the first three stories annoys me. Then I just, like, uh, get out. I gotta yeah. say, the content on it is, yeah, I'm getting more and more disengaged with I, it. I can't even I mean, be bothered to, like, flip yeah. through people's stories now. Like, it's, 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 I guess it's bad that we're talking about this, but, like, I haven't been very... I, I, I've just been, like, posting my own stories because I can't stand another Watches and Wonders post or story. Um, and yet we are talking about watches and wonders this episode so it um, lines up great yeah Yeah. but you know it has been a while what have you what have you been up to because you've been on like radio silence man jack that is yeah I've i've just been so busy like with uh midterms and and midterm projects uh i'm taking this class at hbs this semester and that's taking up the majority of my like downtime because yeah. <clears throat> it's taught by this really well-known professor in entrepreneurship and VC. And um, I'm learning a lot, but, but it's a lot, it's the content that I haven't been exposed to uh, much of late. And it's just every time there's a paper due you, because I'm, I'm in that class with other like MBA students. Right. So, so it's just even more competitive and, um, I've spoken with him and he's like, you know, of course, when we grade things, we ha- we keep in mind that you're not an MBA student, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you want to do better. So every, every paper that is assigned, I just dissect, dissect. And there are so many regression models that I've never heard of or seen. So it's just a lot of um, like outside our like prepping and uh, in order to do well in this class. So I cannot stand you thinking that you're shit. I'm just like, fuck them. You're the best. Like you beat all those MBA yeah. students. Like 
I, I, uh, I, I, I have to agree with Long Long there because, yeah. like, if you are a real friend and you actually care about our feelings, Jacqueline, then you will own that shit and think you're actually decent. Because where does that leave us, with me and Long Long, man? Guys, no, no, no. you don't. I, I'm, you guys, I'm still you guys, better than Jack. <laughs> yeah, you guys need to. You guys need to like just see the real see... Jacqueline. No, you guys need to see what these people are like. Not only no, are they smarter no, than you. They're also like more hardworking than you, yeah. so it gives you no excuse to basically. Yeah, yeah, but do they yeah. actually have any decent watches? Because <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all about. Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. But okay. Right. I knew my, it. My knew professor. It. My professor wears um. He wears a um, uh, a Calatrava. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Well, like. He wears a, okay. He wears a fifty-one ninety-six. Pete. okay that's, like yeah. talk to him about it no dude you, okay. should, you should bond with him so he can give you a higher grade dude say what like cool watch like i noticed that you have a yeah. really good watch yeah, yeah. But like i don't know i never talk about like watches and stuff in school although i have to say someone reached out to me like you know the article that we all shitted about like over me yeah. Rob report yeah. someone reached out i don't know if i told you this but um this the student reached out to me on dm and was like hey i saw you on rob report uh are you st- like still on campus would love to meet and i was like whoa this is getting very like close I don't know how how to say this is like getting too real all of a sudden, and then well, it is real though. That's no, it. I know, I know. It's not like I'm I'm scared to meet people, but yeah. it's just like all of a sudden there's someone at school who's was he a dude? Reached out. No, it was a girl. Yeah, that's what I wanted um, to know. And and then I was like, okay, so if she read it, then does that mean like and, and reached out? Does that mean like there's definitely like more people who read it and did not reach out? Right? Is she pretty? So, that's the next question what was she pretty yeah she's very cute and okay, that's a lie because uh, did you see Jacqueline's face and and um and so she reached out she no she's really cute she reached out to me and she was like yeah I would love to would love to learn more so then did I was you like, meet her I did yeah and and we're in the same class we're in one of the classes together oh, uh it's a, it's a gen ed film is she class. Chinese as well She's Chinese. She has the same last name as I do. And it's oh, so come funny. On, your last because... name isn't exactly like rare, is exactly, it? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But it's funny because I didn't know, I mean, like neither of us knew each other, but every time we would sign in to the class, which is a gen ed, her name is right beside, uh, uh, like beneath mine because we have the same last name. And and uh, so, so we met up at this cafe and dude, she had so many questions. She was like, of course, like she wasn't in, yeah. really interested mm-hmm. in vintage. She was mostly like, "Oh, how do I, you know, uh, I'm Better interested modern. in, you know." She was interested like in modern, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not from Boston. I forget where she's from, but she's like, I'm really close with you know the China. salesperson. No, she's she was born in U.S. Um, with my salesperson in my local city, and also I know people from watches in Switzerland, but I I I don't have any this um." disposable like income to to buy a watch yet um but i'm planning to do so this summer and like do you have any suggestions i was like 
yeah uh so what do you like <laughs> and then she's like i liked modern i was like yeah so, of course like if you want i can i can connect you with um people who are in the 80s here like i Pause i know most for a second yeah does she listen to this i highly doubt it she's okay. taking set i highly doubt it she's taking if she found your rob report she definitely knew yeah. you're on the podcast and why would someone not listen to the newest episode first? <laughs> so House Watches and Wonders, guys. <laughs> so okay. I was just wondering, yeah, did you tell her yeah. like how you started off and got a yacht master? So did you recommend her a yacht master? They say I started off with a yacht no, master. Okay. No, I didn't. I didn't. Like it's not like, oh, I'm here to tell my life story. It's more like, okay, what questions do you have? Let me see if I can help you anyway. But okay. at the same time, right before right before the conversations um ended i was like please let me know if i've scared you off or this is too much information because i think i was very opinionated <laughs> i okay. was like <clears throat> i have a question I will say, like, okay. i have Jack. a question though okay. can i ask this okay, yeah. yes i need to i need to ask this because i just want to know if i'm a good person or a bad person because this okay. has happened so person. many times in no in the beginning it's like you obviously will cave if it's a girl asking for help you'd definitely be like, let me answer this first because it's a girl. If it's a guy, it's like, okay, you can wait because you can also figure it out yourself. So for a girl, you're like, yeah, let me answer this. And then I've also been asked lots of times like, hey, can we meet for a coffee? Like I'm about to buy my first watch or maybe second watch. Can you give me some advice? And I have been a really shit person. And the answer is no. But there's got to be a reason why you said no. No, as in like, I can't, I don't want to give you advice or no, I don't want to meet. Uh, no, I don't want to meet. I can give advice on the internet because I okay. just like... No, no, I, I think I know what you mean. I think if she were <laughs> not a student, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would have met her. Like, I, I don't, I won't be able to just like meet random people who message me, right? So like <laughs> the only reason why I met with her was like, oh shit, like this is actually pretty cool. I wasn't expecting this. You're also a student. We live in the same like house um, prior to before I moved off campus. Yeah, sure. Let's meet. But I don't think I would have done it if she were like just some complete. Yeah. yeah. Ran. Yeah. Stranger. Okay. I, but I don't think like, that makes you a uh, bad person. Okay. Um, Because like, why do you need to meet to give advice? I mean, unless. Yeah. yeah it's normal. Well, I think with both of you, it isn't, it isn't just advice, right? It's that celebrity factor, isn't it? Like they both, you, you've got <clears> X amount of followers and, you know, you're well publicized in like watch media. So I think that's it. I'd say um, when I was in a lot of the client talks, like client meetings, whether it was dinner or mostly dinner or drinking or whatever, actually, Jack, you came up a lot. Your name's very well received in the collector community and uh, everybody was the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know her. Like, yeah, or something like that. And then I never met her though. That was everybody's line. Never met her though. I hope you didn't talk shit about me because I received. Yeah. I saw like you guys take a photo or something together, and then they were like, "Yeah, we were talking about you." I was like, "Damn." No, it was Daniel all. It was all, re- it was all really, really good. Okay. Yeah. It was all like really the positive. reason. The reason why is because like obviously you would know me best out of all those people. So I was like, damn, what if Daniel's like drunk and said something quite personal to them who they like they don't know about? 
Um, I don't actually advertise how close I am with you. If I'm being honest, okay. If, if people don't ask, I don't. I don't really say. And uh, yeah, it's just. It seems like you have a good, healthy relationship with a lot of these people. I don't know what extent, so I don't want to like come across like, oh, she's mine. Or, I know. know I like, wouldn't oh. say healthy. Re- I I would say like just just good, just good relationship. Like, yeah. I've never they, met. They, you always mentioned as a as a like a impressive because of your age. It's kind of like yeah, and uh, tastemaker. This kind of these kind of words come out. Huh. She's yeah. not amused. Yeah, she's. Not. But yeah, it's anyways, she finished her coffee. That's why. Well, no, I was like, now I'm thinking, like, if she's listening to this, if you are listening to this, <laughs> I just, I just, yeah. you know, I hope I did <laughs> not scare you off because I was, in retrospect, like I was a little bit opinionated towards some of the brands and and people, um, but I was speaking all like God's honest truth. Were you um, speaking passionately? I was, but I I, I do key, have right? to remind myself that this is a very subjective um, experience. So, mm. I, but I did tell her like my experience with some of the brands and eighties and people, mm. um, and mostly. I mean, I guess this is relevant to our title. She was mostly inquiring about how to get on the waiting list and about certain like mm. models and and with brands. I said there is no fucking waiting list. Like you just have to. Now she's gonna go into the AD, and this Jacqueline said, "There's no fucking waiting list." Okay, <laughs> like... I don't care. Like I, I mean, I'm just being honest, and and I, I did think she, I, I did think like she, she understood better after our conversation because before she was like, "Oh, like how do I have to?" And I was like, "You just have to, you just have to spend the time, talk mm. with the people, yeah. and." play the game with most of the brands unless... yeah, but i think it's hard though jack i mean like when you talk to somebody that is just on like a really on the cusp of coming into it and considering like how much you know it's really hard to know how much information to give them because that's exactly my point that's why yeah. before the conversation ended i was like please if this was too overwhelming just yeah. forget like like you know half of what i said and if you have specific questions let me know but i think i did some you know i did say you know introduced her to the brands that i like and then the people i was like if you go to you know this boutique please meet with this person i'm sure they'll be very happy to help you out but then in general i was commenting on oh if whatever you're reading online just know that it might not be true um and and just be like very patient and you gotta you know you gotta meet someone that you vibe with because every brand is different every the people in the brand the boutique are different you might go to one city and vibe a lot with the sales team or the management team there and you might be in your home city and you don't vibe with them at all and that doesn't like help anybody so she was just like oh yeah i see that's how how it is and then i was like and also if you don't see yourself owning like say you're really interested with omega right now and you really like that and that's the one that she's interested in and you 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 like the bonds bond watch right um and it's a limited edition i understand but it's not like extremely limited so Mm -hmm. if it is something if Omega is like a brand that you want to build a relationship with and every you you see yourself being interested in 
all the future limited edition releases, then maybe it's worth, you know, paying retail for the first one, the second one, and whatever. But if you only see yourself, and as a beginner, like, just having the Bond watch, and then maybe traversing to uh, Jajero or other brands, and you're a student, like, why, why don't you just find the cheapest one that you can? Like, that's what I that's what I did on Chrono 24, buy secondhand, you know, buy even over, overseas to get tax return. And she's like, oh, I did not know that. So, yeah. yeah. Is she, uh, like, does she buy any other branded things? Um, I don't, I, I, I didn't ask. I think she has like one Omega. That's it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't think many people go in and say, oh, I'm going to collect X amount of watches, right? So you have to start off somewhere that you like. And yeah. I think most people start off with one watch. I mean, it took, remember, it took you a while. It took me a while before I graduated. Well, actually, it didn't take me that long from one watch to my second watch, right? And then you just, yeah. I, I spoke to um someone recently, a girl, and she has like, um she basically buys out like every collection that Hermes comes out with so every like she obviously has every single croc bag or whatever right and she's like okay I'm gonna get into watches now and I was like great right uh so where do you want to begin and she she's like okay I want to buy um AP the modern ones I was like okay sure which one um and then she then she basically explained to me like she couldn't accept the fact that why would it be harder to get a watch than to get a bag? But then this is also someone that's buying like all the Hermes furniture and clothes, every single mm. piece and all the jewelry. So like, I was like, what can, like, what can't you understand? Like, what are you confused about? And then she's like, then who do I need to speak to? I was like, no, it's not about who you speak to, right? Like, how can you not see that there's also a game that you have to play? So that's why I asked whether this girl um, bought branded stuff as well. But... I think if she, like, if this girl that you're talking about wants to get into AP, like, if she would just name name drop you, that would obviously, like, be in her benefit, right? Yeah. Because she's more, a... like, she, she's very used to, like, she's also from how she describes her shopping experience in Hong Kong. She seems to always be offended, like, when she walks in, her and her mom and aunts, like, all using crock bags, and she gets offended when nobody serves them. So I told her, like, if you go in with this attitude, like, good luck, man. Like, um, a lot of people aren't going to serve you. Like, it doesn't work like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, some people, and, and my my friend, um, my friend is also, like, the same. I introduced yeah. her to a brand. Um, yeah. and then she was like, oh, I'm really interested, but why do I have to wait 10 months or a year? <laughs> and I yeah. said, look, I introduced you and that's why they're even entertaining to offer you like a first piece, like a good first piece without having previous purchase history. But you have to wait. These things aren't just like ready when, when you want to pay. And she, she, because she's so used to, having things at her fingertips her entire life mm. um she's not used to it so then i was like buy on the secondary market then she's like no yeah. like why do i have to if i can get it i retail why why do i want to it's not about money it's just um the feeling i think yeah i think it's the yeah. feeling i think yeah. maybe maybe it's also like watch brands 
maybe they hook you in like that because these people never get the word no or never get like well, what do you mean you know they always get everything and then once mm. they like have something they can't get they they want it even more don't they they're like oh my god now i want it you know i've got everything anyway but this is something i can't get and i have to wait you know it, it definitely that psychology i'm sure will work on some consumers oh yeah yeah probably. yeah 100% i know people who that like had that very recently like someone who's used to getting everything from like one brand and then when um the brand dropped like an exclusive limited edition and they weren't being considered um flipped out and ended up getting it but um at huge cost no like at huge cost with maybe with the brand because flipped out yeah that's what i mean yeah yeah like a huge emotional cost and or huge yeah other yeah so yeah. yeah so i don't know like at this point it's yeah i don't know i i, I think um this is a good place to actually get into the topic of this podcast which yeah. is watches and wonders right because we're we are really talking about, you know, there were a lot of new releases. Um, and I looked at Paddock and we looked at Rolex, you know, the two biggest brands, obviously, the first ones. And I'm sure you guys looked at it and you you know, you just know you're never going to get them. Right. And I almost feel that the Patek releases are basically Patek telling their VIPs because they've got so many now. Right. OK, this is what you need to keep up your relationship with us, you know? Like buy all this stuff and you'll reserve and maintain your VIP, if not um, increase it, your, your your value to us, right? Because like the pieces that I thought were cool were mini repeaters. Yeah, that was a, if you're talking about, like you're talking about the mini repeater Tobion. Uh, there was a, uh, was it 5178 in um, Gilleshe enamel? And then oh. there was a, um, Sapphire dial. The smoke, the smoke, the smoke style, which was yeah. the... Um, it was a mini repeater Tobion and like in platinum. Yeah, I thought those two were pretty cool. But, you know, again, you're never going to get them, so... Yeah, and then the other stuff is just Aquanaut and then I just kind of switched off a bit. But um, anyway, my first question was, Watches and Wonders, are we bothered about it or not bothered about it? Not at As all. As in, do you care? Yeah. Not at all. Okay. No, but I think it only it's only because we're not going there. Like we could have. <laughs> yeah. Like we could have. Why didn't we? <laughs> no, but um, if we because I think a lot of people who go, it's also because it's an it's like you meet all your friends. Yeah. Right. Agreed. So, yeah. Wait, yeah. did you guys see the? Po I forget who posted it, but it was like a guide to watches and wonders. It was like a meme page. No. Have you okay. seen? Oh shit! I, I I wish I I I wish I saved it, but I didn't. Maybe I screenshotted it. I'll send it to you later. But basically, oh. this meme account made a guide to watches and wonders, and it uh -huh. was like ten pages with um, but and it's spot on basically the first photo is like guide to watches and wonders um what to do when your content is running dry so you go to this event and try to like boost your influencer status 
first things first, before departure, start posting um on stories, anybody going to watch some wonders? And then like it shows a screenshot of them DMing every single person they know. Hey bro, I'll see you at what watches and wonders this year. Like suggesting that they're going and asking if you will be there as well. Second photo, um, take a, f- a photo of first class as you walk by and in- into the economy class. <laughs> like third photo, at watches and wonders. Like it was so funny, and it's funny because like obviously it's a meme, but you just see everybody posting the it's same true. stuff. Yeah, they're all posting the same stuff. Yeah. So so I was like, oh my god, whoever made this is spot on. Uh, don't know how accurate, but 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 seems spot on. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, not bothered. It was just like at one point, it was it was just getting too much. I, I yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, I would also add on to the not bothered as well, only because uh, I don't think my tastes these days lie towards modern watches at all. Like, it's almost the opposite of what I like. Yeah, so but I still think it's interest. Like, it's important to see like um what the brands are like how mm-hmm. how much they're innovating you know mm. i think that's important and it's yeah. also i think because obviously a lot of the new releases are smaller right so at least you can be like oh okay the brands are listening that kind yeah. of shit or, <laughs> or mark cho can say everybody was listening yeah. to me yeah with his yeah. like wrist size uh survey yeah. thing yeah. Yeah. yeah i think did anybody like, actually I... know p- people that actually went personally like i do um, yeah. I do. Yeah. I know people yeah. who yeah. um paid out of pocket brand yeah. people by the way. Like brand employees, staff yeah. who paid out of pocket, their own pockets to be at the event. Oh, I'm sure it's a which really just, good networking event. No, but well, right? which just makes you think like how come you weren't paid to be there? Like you had to pay because, oh. as you would know, Jack, some brands have very limited budgets. <laughs> That's true. So, but anyways, I was just yeah. like, oh, good for you. Like, I hope you have fun. Uh, and I'm sure, like, the plane tickets. Like, what are plane tickets to Geneva these days from Hong Kong? Long. Do you, did you wait, even well, look at are it? Are you talking about business class? Yeah. Okay. Stick with business class. Yeah. Return <laughs> flight on business class, and then and then we can look at like what is the uh well, rent like how much it costs to stay there man like well, at this time are we talking about four seasons <laughs> no don't stay at four seasons guys why i oh, have this oh my yeah. god i'm never staying at four seasons why it's it's not even like that great the rooms are so no, the old location the location is you just see the like the lake but yeah, i always stay at this one like family ran um five-star hotel boutique hotel and it's so good it's not cheap but like very expensive very comfortable how much um at this time of uh watches and wonders how much were the rooms i don't know but i was there in early march and rooms were like 600 a night for very good room yeah for a very good room whereas four seasons like starting is at least a thousand yeah um the business class tickets right i'm honestly not sure if this is good or bad but i would say it's good because this is the price i paid to go to singapore last time during covid it's about 5k usd for a round trip isn't that's that quite very good? good that's, I, yeah, that's very that's good, good right yeah i think yeah. that's pretty good yeah that's 
yeah that's i'm surprised actually that's well, very good yeah that's i'm i'm really shocked unless i'm looking at oh sorry guys <laughs> i'm looking at a flight that takes two days to get there <laughs> do the shortest duration yeah go on do it again no okay so it's about um it's about 7k that's still USD. pretty good that's still better than i thought well i think that's round about where i thought it would be actually no that's actually less than what i thought yeah you're right less than what i thought it would be well if you take air france it's more than 10k usd yeah i was thinking 10k yeah all right yeah. so out of your friends that everybody that you know know that we all have friends that went what yeah. they, has anybody said anything about it or are they yeah. just like you know everybody even if they think it's shit they're gonna go yeah it was great you know i loved it it was so much fun because then I you think you know, it was that yeah. yeah i think it was that the latter okay i don't think anyone's gonna be like it will do it it was shit <laughs> yeah because i think the people i know who went mostly were brand people so they're like oh yeah like you know it was interesting to see this brand this brand this brand but if you look at collectors who um actually went, it's more like a, i don't know it's just <sighs> i think fomo was real like they were trying to um basically say like hey i'm here you're not a lot of gatherings tagging everybody so at this point i feel like it's just which i'm sure if we went like we would also do the same right like we would tag all the luncheons or would dinners we, would we though i don't know i don't know if we would. I, think, I think i would i think I, I don't know about you guys but like I think like if we were to meet up and in Geneva, I definitely I would like document everything and and take photos. But then it it's just like at one point if you're in a gathering of like twenty people at this private club or whatever, it's just so exclusivity, exclusivity, exclusivity. It, it becomes a little bit tiring. And talking about exclusive, there's oh I don't know. Can we talk? Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess we can talk about it. Like <clears throat> about the Beaver launch. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of people like were storyboarding and then like messaging, um, about that watch, and uh, I did have a few conversations over that watch with people, and so my impression is like I've never I haven't seen it I don't know, I don't know what it looks like or how does it wear in person, um, people are trash talking over it a lot and a lot of you know funny comments and whatnot posted by people we interviewed on the podcast like. King Flum, oh my god, I saw some of his stories. I cried. <laughs> it was so funny. It was savage, but it was funny. Um, but my biggest problem with that watch was not like the design or whatever, even the price tag, you know, people were talking trash about it. I think the complication is cool, but I'm not sure about the price, but even that, it's not my biggest problem is not over the price. It is if you watch his interviews, mm -hmm. right? He has talked about how to, you know, exhort effort into making this industry more inclusive, whether it is opportunities for women or um, basically just, yeah, like basically inclusiveness. And then the first watch that he puts out is a $550,000 20 piece limited 
watch? How is that inclusive? Like, it's just, it's anything but inclusive, right? It's exclusive, which is, which goes directly against some of the things that he said in interviews. You know, you would think that a man in that uh, status level, if he wanted to, he could, you know, change some aspect. And yet it's just the same Swiss kind of think like traditional, um, yeah, like exclusive uh, thing. So so that's like my biggest problem with it. Um and you can call like egotistical or not. I think that's like a harsh word. Everybody is egotistical at some um extent, but it's just I understand. I I I I think like most people talk about the price, right? And you know, he he you have to like as much as we love watches emotionally and romantically. For essentially him, it's a startup business of a new brand, right? He hasn't bought out a brand name. It's his name on it. And it has, you know, it has to make money, right? And considering the amount of people, he he must know a ton of VIPs, right? So clearly, like, selling that watch at that price is not a problem. If Not an issue. Yeah, yeah it's not an issue. If, if the independent brands, you know, start off and they could sell the watches at that price, I think they would. You know, because you you have to make you have to make money. You're not a charity. You're a business, and if I think he can leverage off, let's say, you know, lots of brands leverage off marketing. He himself is a marketing asset to that company. Why not leverage that? You know, to get um, as much as he can. I I I can't say I would do it differently. You know, if I, I just feel like if you could do. Let's say I'm sure he's also a person with a long-term vision for the brand. I just can't see him, you know, I think, you know, these these watches, these brands, they think so many models ahead anyway. That, Do you think, it, I mean, was yeah. it well received, this watch? As in, did it sell out? Um, I think the first, yeah, I think all the allocation's gone. Um, oh, there is actually a piece going up for auction. In oh, yeah, the but they Museum. made that one for auction, right? Yeah. yeah. No, that's the prototype. Yeah. Oh. And uh, I think they sold everything, yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think for him, it makes sense to make a, like, a loud, like, bam with the first model. Hence, such a, like, super complication. Mm -hmm. Understand from a branding perspective. I just think like the image of that maybe maybe he doesn't want maybe he doesn't want it to be uh like a watch that everybody can understand and hold it's just it's just reserved for the tip top people well something something that's been really consistent with him is that okay we're talking about it now like that's the first watch we're actually talking about watches it's controversial right and that in itself is a talking point maybe that was his aim to be it's make it so controversial that people end up talking about it you know, I remember, I, I don't know where I got this from. Didn't he like on one Hublot thing, like with a Hublot where he smashed the, 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 the showcase, you know, to make it look like whatever. Again, it was a talking point at the show. So maybe he did it deliberately for that. I don't think, I think he just made something that he would want to wear himself. 
and the price actually doesn't seem that crazy right but the long-term plan is eventually he'll make like a cheaper version like kind of like mbnf like how they came up with mad so everything else is like in that 500k range and then suddenly one day they have a 500 dollar one yeah i had a it's funny you thought that i i thought that too when jack said about uh exclusivity because you need money to develop it right like maybe it's easier to do it this way and then make it inclusive later you know until you actually see the whole vision you only seen one watch right you don't really know much about what that brand is about yet I was watching one of those like YouTube um, business motivational talk things and they were saying what is the difference between selling your service at $38 and selling your service at 3800 it doesn't matter it's equally hard you're selling a service so you might as well just price it high mm. yeah mm. yeah but but anyways like what is impressive i guess is the time that it took for them to smash this out because i remember yeah. like i've seen um i was at a dinner with 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 pierre in november 2021 in geneva and he had already he, he had the drawings of the watches then mm-hmm. so and it did not change much because i remember the drawings that he showed yeah. on the table and it was basically the same watch so they must you know whatever people say they really wanted to make that watch even because the design did not change much mm-hmm. uh so yeah all right despite that release just moving on from the beaver watch now what else caught your eye both of you the chat pack okay why 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 did that one like catch your eye because it really reminds me of the tail of Frey watch (laughs) what watch it's basically it's a independent brand in paris called uh tail of Frey and it looks like the same watch t-h-e-o-a-u-f-f-r-e-t and it's their sports tourbillon okay oh (laughs) please take a look and let me know i'm not the only one thinking this yeah okay because when i first saw the chat i was like oh yeah somebody's wearing the tail off right and then i looked no, it's a chop bag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? This was on the GPHG, by the way. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I actually thought the same thing as you just now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is hilarious. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I... I have to say, yeah, I thought that Rolex doing that emoji thing, mm. I got to say, that's pretty cool. Like, pretty cool in the way that it's a different concept, different direction for the brand to take, you know, and I really understanding that watches are so lifestyle now. And I felt using a, a strong, you know, Day Day, which is one of their strongest collections, and putting a spin on it and making it more lifestyle and then making the dial so recognizable. That is just going to fly. I mean, again, it's going to be like unobtainium again. But I thought that was just very, you know, everybody says, oh, you know, Rolex, man. They just, 
releasing the same models but they don't really like they tweak it a little bit here and there you know they release that new daytona they tweak it a little bit but they essentially they don't bring out anything that really crazy and i thought wow that's that's quite brave considering how conservative a lot of brands were this year in my opinion anyway um and but, i guess yeah that was the one that caught my though? eye the most huh would you wear it personally no no not for yeah. me but i could see like i can appreciate the idea and the the forward thinkingness of it much as it's a bit like um i also appreciated the the oris the kermit thing again i wouldn't wear I it love that. it's so cute but like i thought again yeah. you know a brand that actually seems to be in touch with what consumers actually wear watches for you know and to to they're considering how like a lot of watch collectors are so specific on what a date window you know where it should be what it sh mm -hmm. what color the the background of it should be you know so to just totally chuck that in the bin and just say okay we're going to put like a kermit there or we're going to put like uh, an emoji there I, I just think that that's just quite brave you know and i appreciate that braveness you know that courage i think it's their um attempt to capture the young generation because they see yeah. that in order for this to keep on going they have to hook the young generation now and i think it's successful because as you said i'm not a big fan of the day date um but the op i i kind of i think it's so identifiable you can see it from across the room that it's yeah. that rolex that um they put out so i think mm -hmm. i could see how you know that captures a lot of young people's attention so so to them that's like a marketing success but personally, I would not wear that day date. I would, yeah. I would, I would wear that op. Um, I guess, uh, yeah. Jack, I'm never gonna get that Daytona now. <laughs> okay, so speaking of the Daytona, yeah, um, <laughs> the new one, the new one, it yeah. just like it's Artisan de Genève must be very happy. Because it's literally what they've been doing. They literally got the stamp of approval from Rolex themselves. What do you mean with the open case back? Yeah, well, it's only on one model, isn't it? It's only it's on, on the, the plat platinum. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's only on one model, dude. But I'll tell you, like, for because the platinum one's about eighty thousand US, eighty plus, right? Yeah. And with the open case back, and you see the movement. It's kind of disappointing for the amount yeah. of so it's like yeah well but... i don't want to see it i don't want to see it. i would want it covered up personally yeah yeah it's not nicely decorated yeah uh, to the probably the the their, their consumer base yeah it's enough right i mean omega and other brands have been opening their case backs for you know for years and that you know when you buy those kind of watches then you don't necessarily have um, the appreciation of like high horology and maybe you never will, right? Because maybe their consumers buy once and then they don't buy again. I think that movement is pretty cool for them to look at, but just not for us, I guess. I'm just thinking, and then with the new paddock releases, I'm just like, oh my God, some of these color schemes. Also, I think they're yeah, trying to appeal but I think, to the I think younger that, generation. No, uh, yeah, I think the color schemes, right? are quite interesting in the fact that you know you're going to be wearing the latest one it's interesting that 
you can buy that piece and people will know immediately that, oh, that's the latest one. Like there was an Aquanaut um, annual calendar, which is interesting, like blue gray color, almost yeah. like slate. Mm-hmm. I think anybody that wears that, first, it's got a complication. Secondly, again, it's in the sports watch category, which is the Aquanaut. Thirdly, you know, I think it was marketed as a ladies' watch, but a lot of guys can rock that. So it's almost unisex. Yeah. And then um, the color, no Aquanaut has that color. So as soon as you wear that, you know you're wearing the latest one. And it's got that, like, oh, you know, look at me, I, I got it kind of feeling, right? So I think that matches everything that to make that watch, uh, you know, successful. I don't know. I'm like, am I, am I yeah. so over this that I'm just like, do people even think about this kind of stuff? No, I think they do. I, I, think I they just, do. I just think about when I look at the prices of these new releases, like, fuck, like, how many good vintage watches can I buy with that money? <laughs> like, I'm just, like, I'm not even interested. I thought you would be I- like, fuck, I'm poor. That's true. That's true too. Yeah. Can I ask your opinion? Like, which Daytona do you like? Do you like the old one or do you like the new one? The design. Stainless steel, but you can barely tell a difference. It's so subtle. Is it subtle? I I gotta see the real thing. I, I, think I like the old styles. one. I like the old one. You like maxi dial design? Yeah, I yeah. like the old one. Okay, right. Long about how about you? What caught your eye? <laughs> or are you struggling? No, no. I definitely I like. But okay, I can tell you, favorite one is definitely the paddock mini repeater tobion. Of course, I can't even afford like the hands. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the strap. <laughs> yeah, even the strap, like even the box. Um, but uh, the receipt one is definitely JLC. The reverse. Okay. Because like one side's okay. like super traditional, looks plain. Other side, you're like, whoa, super modern, open worked, retrograde minutes. I remember. And then yeah, it's just really, really cool. Aren't you aren't you down for a reverso? Yeah, but like a plain one. Yeah, it's Which still wait green it's, one, uh, right? Just the green one. It's uh still in Japan waiting. And the last time I went to Tokyo, I went to ask. Okay, no luck in Hong Kong. Uh Hong Kong is the same, but because the deposit I put in earlier in Tokyo, I might as well wait. Long, mm. you should look at there's this the old uh, one. Yeah, there's this size of a reverso where it's also dual faced. Uh, it's yeah. plain guilloche dial on yeah. one end, and it looks like the work that Madelin does for like Philippe Dufour, the same guilloche oh. pattern. And yeah. then the other side is a uh, skeleton. What? Well, do you have the reference? Uh, we'll send it to me later. It's just called it's just oh. called Reverso Art Deco. I don't know the reference number. Oh. But like that, I think you should look into because um, the size is really good as well. It's not it's not as big as the modern one. Um, and the style is like Philippe Dufour. It's it's this one. Oh, dude, your screen is just it's um, called Reverso. Oh, I see it. Uh, they have it Can on. you screenshot yeah, that and put it into the group? Nice. It's like a salmon color. Yeah. Well, there's other colors, but um, the one I see is the salmon color. Yeah. Can I also say, um, there's obviously people posting like Daniela DeFore was there, right? Yeah. yeah. 
did you see and she was like wearing a i think a red suit pantsuit yeah a rose gold black dot she looks so good yeah yeah uh yeah what else what else captured my eyes okay let's 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 uh, well unless you guys have got something to say yeah what else caught your eye anything else i can tell you what was bad yeah that's what my next question was (laughs) the tag hoyer did you see the one that looks like it, like a bunch of diamonds exploded? Like you wore the watch and you got into a car crash. Oh my God, I have to show you. It's called plasma something. We can talk about Cartier. Yeah. Okay, what you, you're you the yeah, Cartier so, girl yeah. here. Go on. What do you have to say about Cartier? Um. So like, I knew that they were going to do a tank normal this year. I was, you know, excited. I didn't know that they were going to do it on the bracelet. That's for sure. So I felt it was very nice for them to finally introduce a bracelet watch because for a long time, that bracelet was like so exclusive that you cannot get, right? Or if you ordered it, it cost like a hundred thousand to make that bracelet. So now finally, you know, there's that bracelet. Um, The dial... I, I prefer the yellow gold one because there's more contrast with the dial. Um, I a lot of people weren't a fan of the dome crystal. I I need to see it in person to to you know give my opinion, which I don't even know if I can have the chance to see it in person. Um, but with the platinum one, I wish that they did a more high contrast dial because it just looks too silver that watch. Um, and I wish that they did like a blue hands. Um, which gives more contrast to that watch but overall fantastic like work with the bracelet and the dimensions of the watch is pretty much spot on as the original the only problem i have with this release and i love by the way of course they did a skeleton but i'm just saying like from my perspective i'm not a big skeleton uh, person when it comes to cartier um, or these like traditional cartiers so that's why i i don't want to comment um, the only problem I have with the watch is they are just they just seem to be making more and more of their collection, which you know they started off with a hundred pieces, which is good. And then when it came to the hundred anniversary centre, like that's when and they made a hundred and fifty. Like when that intro- was introduced, I didn't get it. I was like, what's the point of making a hundred and fifty of on a hundredth anniversary one? I, you can kind of get away with it, um, but not really. Like, I don't think... So what you're saying, you said you, want, you wanted to keep it at 100. Yes, I think it would make more sense. You think 150 and, is untasteful? Yes. I think okay. the, Cartier doesn't need the additional 50 to make a margin or whatever. Um, and now they're doing 200 of the strap of the Tank Normal and 100 of the bracelet Tank Normal. I just see no no reasoning maybe it's like this yeah maybe it isn't about the money right maybe it's the fact that they've got too many vips right and it's such a problem trying to allocate these pieces to the vips you know because everybody's complaining maybe it's that because i can't believe that 50 watches is going to make a huge difference to cartier considering watches isn't even their main business but i also don't see how like 100 watches is going to make a big difference so if you're it's if it's already limited and you're just gonna continue increasing production production, like I don't see I don't see how it um, makes sense. Isn't isn't 
I mean, I swear, people are making like uh, batches of you quote unquote unique Sintrays or unique Cartiers, like left, right, and center. Are they not? Like, I, I don't know how many times I've been approached by someone who's saying, Oh, we're doing, are you interested in purchasing one? I'm like, I swear, dude, you're like the third person to tell me. I'm you know? disappointed that you did not learn anything in Harvard Business School. <laughs> like, what? What? Like, yeah. You should stop. You stop hanging around, like talking about watches, man, with like strangers Wait, in your can class. Can I show you guys the watch I'm talking about? Yes. Doesn't can it you screenshot you it and put it in the group? Yeah. It makes you like. Makes you dizzy. Like, tell me how uncomfortable you feel looking at this picture. Wait, please don't send it in the group because I have trypophobia. I don't want to. Yeah. So I, I also have it too. So that's why I What's struggle. Phobia? The one like when you look at the lotus oh. with the hole. Look at it. Oh, that is. Oh, that it is not nice to look at. So uncomfortable. Yeah. It makes it. Do you know what it reminds me of? What? That Contrast. feeling when you look at somebody that's got hives. No, it's like um when a glass breaks and some of it goes into your skin. Like you drop a glass and it goes into your skin. You're like, it's a bit like um how do I get know, it out? You know, what's that what's that uh Marvel movie with the um Black Panther? You know the bad guy? Yes. He's got yes. those lumps on his body, yeah, hasn't he? I, I really oh yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan. Michael yeah, B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, yeah. You know, yeah, on his yeah. skin he's got like these lumps. So that it's goes got a bit like, of that feeling towards it. Yeah. Jack, have you looked at it yet? I, I saw it. I saw it through your screen. I don't need to look at it. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. How much is that? Um, I did not check the price, but then yeah, so that was exactly what I thought. What are they doing, right? So wait, on, sim similar <laughs> similar uh, vein, yeah. like yeah. same tangent. What do yeah. you think about LVMH? attempt to bring back Gerald Genta and Daniel Roth. Okay. Mm, the Daniel Roth thing was rumored for a while, right? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> it's mm. uh, it's interesting to have an independent brand not led by the watchmaker. Um, because you guys have you guys have heard like what people are saying about them, right? Yeah, like. Well, what have you heard? Shit. You know, why well, basically, you... well, basically, LVMH doing what LVMH does best, basically like milking something until it's completely dead, like just just milking it. Because obviously, they've seen the hype around Daniel Roth in recent years. They brought back Daniel Roth. They've had Gerald Genta a a while with Bulgari. They're bringing back Bulgari, and it's just. Was there a hype with Gerald Genta watches? Like, really? Yeah, the, they're they're, they're certainly bit. trying to make it a hype. I think, I think, yeah, but I think like Gerald Genta, right? They, I don't think they need to do that. I think it's pretty hard to bring Gerald. Gerald Genta will be always famous for the Royal Oak and the Nautilus, right? Bringing back Which Gerald Genta to a level yeah. where it's a successful brand is going to be a tough. I think it's going to be a tough, tough gig. You know. Yeah, I don't think you necessarily need to bring his like his name, his brand back, because if you look at the IWC release, right, it was a design he made, right? Mm. Yes. So the I engineer, that, right? Yeah, that kind of like subtlety, like just okay, he designed it. That's good enough. But yeah. I do think um, LVMH should work with you, Jacqueline. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, work with us. Work with us. No, 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 it's like we need to pull them into the Discord group. The market, 
yeah um yeah. yeah so wow I sound very opinionated I'm usually not like this it's just You're like what I've been having a bad day no 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 it's not like it's just like what I've been seeing online. I've uh, haven't I seen say, any of these watches in person, so I cannot give a full on like review. Uh, um, I, I want to do so. I want to add something to the Joe Agenda thing, right? And this could can be completely like maybe wrong. I could be completely wrong. This is just what I guess sentiment is making me feel. But yeah, you know, Joe Agenda's wife, and forgive me, I, I don't actually know her name. That's all of Mrs. Genta. Evelyn. Yeah, that's it, Evelyn Genta. Right, she's probably old enough and probably like well off enough not to even give a shit, you know, and to to kind of like continue her husband's legacy, yeah, you know, and to have that energy and that drive, because I'm sure this can't be done without her, right, or her giving, or her her being like pretty involved with the brand. Um, it's kind of like you yeah, really have to give. I have to give my hat off to her to that you know Gerald Genta has left this world for so long and she's still so passionately driving that brand his his his, what he wanted you know when she probably doesn't need to and uh I think that's kind of romantic or just something that we should respect it's hard to do that you know same thing with the beaver watch right in what way Oh, he's trying to leave a legacy, which is a very heartwarming thing. Well, he's doing it in conjunction with Pierre, right? So how much yeah, is it? Is it but, like but, uh... it's his name? It's his name. Like it says Beaver on the dial, but on the crown it says JCB. It's his name. Yeah. So I would say, I would say, maybe I think that's slightly different if you ask me because. That would be the the same as like Gerald Genta being alive still and trying to reignite his brand and not his wife doing it. So but the, the same thing would be like if like Jean-Claude Beaver, you know, wasn't here and his wife came up and, you know, and then another thing is like Jean-Claude Beaver, he, he's done so many brands before, right? And Gerald Genta, it, the, the, the story of him being making all these iconic designs, but his own brand not working out. That's a, that's a great, you know, in a way. I think it's a better story. I think for from the interviews that I've read, he made it like a goal for him to work with his son to pass on his name. Mm. So I'm not compare. I'm not saying like they're the same thing with what Evelyn's trying to do with Gerald Genta. I just mm. think them both trying to like pass on the name and and kind of like pay tribute. Evelyn paying tribute to her husband and mm. JCB paying tribute to the entire family heritage. Like that's a pretty heartwarming thing. Like that's a good message to sell. You know, um, mm. it's kind of like Paddock. You know, you don't own one; you just pass it on to the next generation. Mm. Yeah so yes right next question so is actually anybody going to put in any orders put in any orders yeah for the new new watches i can't even look at the people's stories (laughs) 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 like oh man they really just nailed this Watching the wonders home, huh? 
guys which like we're talking about this now watch all of us attend next year and then we have the same as episode and be like this is so great yeah no i'm sure people look at our stories like fucking annoying just stop posting (laughs) yeah yeah i think if i think if i were to order anything i would um i would order the the cartier but i would do a piece unique one do you know what I'm interested in? I'm actually a little bit interested in that Rolex dress watch. I know. I can't. Virtual, right? I can't. I, I can't. No. I, 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 there's it, it one thing. Like can I just say? Right? Yeah, there's only there's one thing that bothers me. And maybe it, like it's. They, co- they copied what? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's um the second hand. I can't. But they deliberately. That was the whole point of that watch. Like people like it for that. You way. you mean people like it that it has a second hand? Yeah, yeah. Oh no no, I like it that it has a sub second yeah, hand. Okay. It's that sub second hand design like shape that really bothers me. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I oh. thought that was because I like I like it when it has yeah. a little tail in the end. Okay. I don't like it when it's just like a stub. Okay. So I I you know, a new collection. It's a 39 millimeter. And the uh, price is amazing. Yeah, like, and it's got like there's something. Yeah. There is something quite enamoring about having Rolex on a dress watch, like the the, the name on the on the dress watch, which is not us. And I think the yellow gold with the black dial. Oh, I, I think that's pretty sick. Uh, yeah, I was I just, thinking more yeah, like the first um, one. I think in the yeah. future maybe it's like become really collectible or something. You know, and there's also maybe a chance you can even get this. You know. Well, oh, I'm sure you can. Target, like, um, first watch owners that like your first job instead of wearing uh, like a Batman or like a Pepsi, right? Yeah, this is like ideal the price range. Like, yeah. if you can't get a Calatrava, get this one. I think it's just, yeah, just different. Um, I'm I'm interested to see if I'll get to see it. Like, the size of it, like 39 millimeters. Sounds I probably would have preferred. Yeah, maybe a little bit smaller, and also I want to know how thick it is. And they say it's like thinner, so if it has that whole elegance about it, then that could be a piece to for me to get. Yeah, they made the um Vacheron Overseas thirty four now, by the way. Oh okay. yes, yes, yeah. and oh, I like the new Vacheron release with the retrograde. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um. What else? Which I, oh, in the 1908 long, which one do you like? Just rose gold. Rose gold, which yeah. is the that's a white, white dial, dial, right? Yeah, white dial rose gold. Okay. Yeah. But Actually, you know when I was um I never go on the Cartier website and I Googled yeah. Cartier Watches and Wonders and it went to their main website and they had a whole tab for watches and wonders. And when you click it, oh my god, the animation. The website is so good. I was really like, whoa, I didn't know. Long, you know what you should watch? Uh, There's a video that Cartier did for China. Like they have a collection with China um, and it's beautifully shot. Um, Like the J. You know where the budget went now, don't you, Long? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she knows. She knows. Uh, that's funny. So 
so long. Which cartel? Carte <laughs> uh, likes the panther. Panther is that right? Yeah. Well, what's the word that you used? Yeah. Old daring. <laughs> what did I? No, I didn't say sophisticated. Uh, there was a word longer than Home. that, and I don't even know. But oh, God, let me let me look for my script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the 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 American was nice. Yeah, that was nice. With the I actually slate the first one I looked at was actually the Benoit, but then you know on the bracelet. But straight away I was like, it's gonna look really ugly in real life. You know why? It's because well, it's of the strap. Cheap. No, it's okay, because okay. of the it's because of the dial and because of the strap. Iwe and I have had this conversation. Oh, it's it, connected on a bracelet, like on a on a like yeah a, that like a bangle as well. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I yeah I can't with that. Yeah, I um, think it would look really cheap. But Dude, I, I think... just keep seeing that tag Hoya plasma. It really is bad on the yeah, eyes. I oh, it's so uncomfortable. From the chat. Wait, the name is plasma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me remove it. You can't. Plasma di- diamond. Di- diamond. Plasma you diamond. Can't. Oh, you oh. Me. oh, I love. For look me. at this oh. word. They call it davant garde. Okay. Enough of bad watches. Yeah. Guys, this is a very negative episode. Yeah. No, do you know what? Watch, we've missed out. What? We've missed out the Langy Odysseus. Yeah, because honestly, it was. I mean, I can't say it's. <laughs> Like whoa, mind blowing! Because yeah. there's a lot of, I mean, you could we could literally go through every brand. Like Parmigiani released like crazy good stuff, right? But it's like Parmigiani's doing we, well, man. Yeah, of course. I mean, they just had it. I think they just ever since they did that podcast episode with us. I know it just blew up. I mean, the direction we gave them and when we told yeah. them how to yeah. design the next I mean, Guido right? is literally on the phone call, on, on the call afterwards for at least a good two three hours after the recording, asking yeah. for our opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad they listened to us. Honestly, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean that China edition, so my idea. Honestly, that's not bad. The color, but you know, going back to yeah, so the Lange Odysseus, I think um, it's a no-brainer, right? Like sports watch, put a chronograph in it. It's gonna, it's gonna do well. The only thing that might hold it back is the thickness. Like I'm interested to see how thick that 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 piece. It looks thick, right? And knowing Langer, they don't really seem to give a shit about like how thick their watches are. You know, they they just make it thick. And then um, you mentioned the engineer, right? Um, yeah, I mean that that is one of my favorite collections from IWC. But I prefer the it's forty millimeters, but I prefer the vintage ones. Which there's a one which has got a graph dial. Which I, I think is like really, really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Graph dial engineer. If you if you put it into Google, you'll see it. Um, but then I had a friend that actually bought one and he said it's pretty flimsy. So yeah, I don't know. Wait, guys, we didn't talk about FP Shorn. Well, the the hand. Yeah. Because I think And the elegant. Yeah, well, okay. I think uh, I don't think it's huge innovation. I think you know the hand, for example, we're never going to ever get us get to like play with that or buy it. It's totally not in my like thing. 
the elegante yeah it's black dial elegante but what else is there to say yeah mm. right not that inspiring <clears throat> but having said that you know you know you know you know people in the uh genre society right and that genre society people they get like the inside information quicker and Jean's direction now is going towards like more high high complicated pieces so his production number has never been like super high but he's got enough like high spending clients now where i think if he can just maintain them by producing high complicated pieces it's probably more profitable to do that than going more mass because he can't even increase the production anyway you know is my fucking instagram listening to me they're spying on me right why why won't they just push me things i actually want to look at instead of like pushing me things i'm not like i never said like Like, for example i never say a bikini girls and i never click into like bikini girls (laughs) girls in bikinis (laughs) that means that that means uh daniel has hacked your account and i knew that was coming i knew that was coming (laughs) Yeah, but you wouldn't be wrong either. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, guys. I think that pretty much ends. Like, unless anybody else has got anything to add. Yes, final I notes. do. Can okay. I, can I go? Can I plug my new thing that's happening this weekend? Yes. Yeah. If what is anyone it? even listens to it, like if anyone listens to this podcast, you know I really, really love bread and all things carbs but really bread and like I eat a lot of bread and I love bread so I am launching my own cinnamon buns and they are selling this weekend at K11 Musea okay I know I haven't told you Jack that's why your face is wait you did tell me you did tell me this is with your cousin yeah but do you know why I'm like scared to even like really talk about it because I'm just like fuck I don't want to jinx it but nah, I, talk about it? it get the word out yeah like, give but, me something um, to post on instagram because like i, I have so many more engaged but, followers than Jack, you do okay, i was just showing down before you came on these are the stickers for the for the um box wait so, oh my god hang on wait, i think the main thing Hong is Kong? right yeah, this is yeah. it's called <laughs> wait, say it again say it again because i think people would have missed that it's called yeah spelled u-g-h yes and the the whole concept is like because people are just like always like whining about the lives they're like the lives are so shit and i want them to like basically when they get served like they get really bad service and bad attitude (laughs) like and the server will be like welcome to (laughs) (laughs) oh i thought you were gonna be like they're going to get such bad service and bad attitude yeah. that it's going to juxtapose how good the cinnamon fun is. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <clears throat> so do come, guys. Oh, my God. Congrats. I am i didn't know yeah, that. Congratulations on all the hard work to you and your cousin. Yeah. yeah I have to tell you, there was one day that... Um, Wait, I can't happen. believe it. You literally told me, like, two weeks ago. That's why I was shocked oh, that this is even up. No, because I'm even like, is this even happening? But I really haven't been sleeping because of this. And Insane. then we have to like basically go into because it actually takes so long for um the what is it called for the dough to like what's the word? Have like, you been eating the like, stock? Yeah, you have to obviously because one the 
a lot of it can change like the consistency of the bread changes because of human humidity right and what kind of like flour you use and everything so it's just like testing and testing and testing and then we have to start baking really early at like 6 30 a.m right so oh my god i'll tell you what is actually amazing. like yeah 50 episodes yeah. ago or something you said yeah. like you would love to serve coffee and this is actually happening I know that's why I think it's crazy and then you know what's even crazier is I've never woken up woken up that early unless it's to catch a flight right so the day that <laughs> I was waking up and I was leaving the house at six right and I was with my cousin and I was like whoa a lot of people are actually walking around like at 6 a.m like going to work or going to the gym or whatever but then you could see a bunch of white people that actually didn't even go home they're still wearing last night's clothes and they're still drunk and they're going home at six yeah yeah so that's your clientele yeah Yeah, that is my clientele come my way wait that's so sick dude so the main thing is like you're gonna be there yeah i'm gonna say the say the time and time and date again an address Uh, it's starting this good friday which is on the 7th and it's gonna go until i mean it's just gonna keep going but um I didn't want to at first I didn't want to say it also because I don't want the whole place to be just with people wearing watches and like doing wrist rolls yeah. <laughs> but then I was like fuck it dude that is it. like yeah. the best advertising you can get man like yeah, first of all true. people that can afford a watch can definitely buy your uh what are you selling again cinnamon yeah, funds cinnamon funds dude I yeah. was like sell them for 38 million <laughs> oh dude I'm actually going to Hong Kong like next month so Perfect. I yeah. That will be fucking awesome, man, to like yeah. sit there. Can we do it after hours so there's like nobody there? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Oh, FOMO. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when are you coming to Hong Kong, like you or China or whatever? You're like <clears throat> probably after July, like after the wedding. People have been like, you know. Okay, people also don't know that to- Jack is getting married. So can we just like put that out there? Her <laughs> wedding is in July. <laughs> yes. Yeah in napa valley yeah yes yeah and then i will go back to china and asia to have a kid (laughs) to baby (laughs) breath yeah yeah but i will know for sure like for sure this summer um all right you going to hong kong first or no i'll probably go back to china first okay all right well, we can do it. We can do like a, a trip down to Hong Kong, you know, like a couple of days or something and just go for this uh, cinnamon, cinnamon thing. Listen, I, I really need us to go to escape room in Shanghai and solve some mystery. Oh, my God. Do you know what? That actually together. might be fun if Jacqueline's there because she's actually yeah. got a brain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. You might have to like go to I just escape room. And, like, no, no, no. Just Every... me, and you, me and Long Long just looking to this, looking to looking Dude, to I like Jacqueline it. going, what, what are we doing? Like, come on, sort it no, out. I cannot. Every time I go to an escape room, I'm always the yeah. one who stands guard. Like, <laughs> because because I I'm I'm not that creative. You're massive. Yeah, like that. And also, like my brain does not work. Um, because I've had I've literally had full blown like fights with my friends in the escape room i was like this is your fucking idiot this is never gonna work like i don't even know what made you think this is gonna work and then it works like literally i've gotten to very heated arguments with my friend i think one time she was like counting the 
something on the wall and then trying to match i'm like you're just making this shit up like it's <laughs> never gonna work it's like the most random like how many cracks are in i'm like i don't like this and then it works i'm like oh maybe i should just shut up have you done then- the scary ones no yeah the scary ones that's that's why we have like me and some other friends like we have to stand guard while this friend solves everything yeah yeah but then we're giving her shit over it because i i forget the example but it was the most random no logic thing that it turned out to be right so okay if we're ever in the same city and like we need more people like let's just blast it out there and anyone can join us because i can't do the scary ones wait we should go to we should go to chibensha that's more fun where's that where's that oh there's like a lot of them in shanghai okay yeah is it the like the mystery crime ones yeah so basically like it's it's like um improv theater you yeah like they never break character yeah yeah, you cannot break character and then you figure out who's yeah yeah, exactly that's yeah there was um there was one where they were doing one with 007 right james bond yeah 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 they have a lot yeah 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 that one and you play a role in in the w set like and you have a mission to do right yeah 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 i want to do that yeah yeah let's do that and then let's go to a shisha bar after. Yeah, yeah, my friend runs so one. Random, like, how is that related? No, because every time I'm in <laughs> Shanghai, that's literally yeah. what I do. Like, we go out, okay. we eat hot pot, we go play the, so whatever. Now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Dude, then like, we, if that happens, like, literally, Long Long's gonna literally be moving to Shanghai. You know, Dude, I, I honestly like my best memory is playing escape room in Shanghai. That's how much I like it. Yeah, because <laughs> because the scale of it, you can actually take a lift. Like and actually yeah, go yeah, to different yeah. levels and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, the most yeah, important yeah. question is, who's yeah. paying? <laughs> yeah. Well, why do you care? Like when you asked that question at the beginning Jack of the podcast broke, before we were recording, why I am also broke, right? Like, yeah. So, yeah. so Dan, please, like the gentleman. <laughs> yeah, please just like pay because obviously I'm there discussing like taking uber versus taking the train guys <laughs> i have no money on my wechat and of course <laughs> like china does not accept foreign credit cards so fuck? of course it does no it doesn't it just no. accepts like union pay and nah, WeChat. it doesn't it doesn't it, it, it doesn't credit cards are a no-go it, in china like china does not accept you know, I'll tell american you express funny, yeah yeah so, so i'll tell you both times mm-hmm. right so i've been to phillips in november for the auction and i went just for this uh launch of our new headquarters in west kowloon and the 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 emperor's watch right and wait i don't like, know wait why don't you give us a brief rundown of the emperor's watch now hang on a minute like so so i was like uh got to the hotel and i and i didn't have my credit card right and i was like oh shit I've never, you know, you just never even think about using your credit card in China. And because of COVID, I haven't been really traveling. So I just never even thought about it. And my credit cards are in England. Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought, okay, let's send my credit cards over. So I got, I got like someone to send my credit cards over via DHL. But do you know you're not allowed to do that? Yeah. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So they got stopped, right? And then they got put to this depot. And I was like, oh my God, this is so much effort to get my credit cards. Yeah, but thankfully the hotels just take cash. That that's the 
ultimate story like oh yeah see i don't cash. have cash either <laughs> so <laughs> okay just basically Look, she's okay i mean just broken. get to shanghai and i'll pay for everything <laughs> okay i was waiting for both of you yeah okay. <laughs> I, I also needed you to just say that yeah yeah that's <laughs> and fine me and jack are gonna keep replaying this part of the episode nonstop. i mean like how much yeah. is it, everything in shanghai is cheaper the taxis are definitely cheaper uh, not shanghai. where i want to stay okay <laughs> look long long there is not a massive huge black community in in, in shanghai okay wait what are you talking about there definitely is no there's yeah, more there in guangzhou is. dude guangzhou is just epic like their mandarin is better than mine ah, yeah i wouldn't yeah. be surprised yeah right. wait emperor's watch can you give us like yeah. a okay. brief rundown and then we end well up- um okay I'm actually very limited in what I can say because um, my company Philips is like very stringent on what is true about the watch and what isn't. Okay, so they wait. Don't so there's no sales date yet, right? There's no sales date. There's yet. no sales date yet. Okay. Um, at the moment, it's just an exhibition. Um, and I would say, you know, if you have the opportunity, the watch will be traveling around the world: um, New York, London. It's Singapore, going to New Geneva. York this weekend. Yeah, correct. Um, I think yeah, New York is the first stop after Hong Kong. Um, so should I should I go and see it? I definitely think like this is just going to look like a plug, but mm. you're not. If this watch gets sold to a private collector, and even if the watch ends up in a museum or anything like that, it's going to be pretty hard for you to see. Like yeah, I don't think the watch the is going to travel. You can't hold it. You can't hold it. Well, I did, <laughs> but I think I just can. to see it, just to see it is like that's enough you know for, yeah. well for me to, to see it was pretty awesome and then for me to touch it was also awesome i'll say um from the photo to seeing it in the showcase and then from the showcase seeing it, it on like in the flesh in your hand it's a totally different feeling like it's so much better in the showcase than the picture and then so much better actually in your hand than in the showcase Mm. Yeah, and then you you know as well, Jack. Like the amount of work I had to do for the watch, so I have that attachment to the watch as well. Yeah, but but is it true that he ordered his servant to scratch half of the dial to see that it's actually made of metal? Well, what I'll say is that there will be more information slowly released about the watch, so you have to keep tuned, stay okay. tuned. Um, I don't actually know the answer to that question but i know that there is going to be more information released about the watch um slowly so the the what the release of the watch when i was in hong kong was very much a teaser yeah gotcha congratulations on just the your auction today finishing spring the hong kong auction yeah it's spring hong kong phillips on oh sorry it's an online one because i was just looking at it uh, in the afternoon and it's finished now yeah and on that note that has dropped off <laughs> as yeah usual. chinese internet <laughs> yeah chinese yeah. internet uh dan just doesn't pay that's the thing guys <laughs> like everyone else we have interviewed from china their internet's fine dan yeah. just pay the fucking internet stop stealing your neighbor's internet <laughs> i'm not <laughs> Like they're holding like the thing like <laughs> <laughs> the 
is that why you live on the top floor? <laughs> yeah, and is that why your window's open and that that stick is like sticking out of your window? <laughs> and then whenever and then whenever the neighbor like catches on, Dan just puts his laundry and underwear and be like, "What are you talking about? I'm just drying laundry." <laughs> Look, you laugh now, Jacqueline Lee. When you go back to China, you'll know exactly like or the tongku, you know, my pain. Dude, just use a VPN. What tongku? Just pay this for is internet. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you have a shitty VPN then. Yeah. No, this is going straight off the router. Router. I <laughs> <laughs> router. <laughs> Rooster. Right. We need to put an end to this episode. Yeah, okay. Coffee is obviously not like kicking in, <laughs> and she's getting tired, so she's like saying rubbish. Okay, guys. Uh... <laughs> okay. For people who are listening, Dan dropped off again. <laughs> okay, let's just end the episode. Um, so please. <laughs> Dude, you're like a cockroach that never dies. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's end this, right, before I yeah. get cut off again. Okay, well, All thank right. you, everybody, for listening on the episode. We are going to get the Discord up, like, literally probably in the next week or two. Um, are we? Yeah. yeah, thanks, everybody. We'll catch you on the next <laughs> one. Bye. Bye. As always, thank you for listening to The Waiting List Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach out to us at The Waiting List Podcast on Instagram or via our private accounts. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.